There you go. It wasn't showing me our levels for some reason for a little bit. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is now we finished. Oh, that's don't even don't even worry about that. In fact, we kind of want to show how busy you are. We have to guys. stop like every two minutes so Jacob <laughs> can take another call from his agent, get another invitation to another party. You don't even uh, need us, Jim. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> Honestly, like, I, yeah, I appreciate hanging out with us, man. You know what I mean? Like, I know that you're really working hard and shit, and then you you still want to work with us. That's crazy. We are, I'm legitim- not even talking about we are legitimately impressed, Jacob. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, that you for keep real. Going. No kidding whatsoever. Yeah, I appreciate that, y'all. I mean, honestly, it's been it's been hard work. I I was reflecting on this past year, or so uh, that I uh, lived in LA, and um, I I very much realized how hard it was on myself because I kept saying like, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough, but I've done amazing things and I'm so mm-hmm. grateful. And honestly, I, I have a lot to thank for the people in this room for one. And, oh, thank um, you for saying that. and the crew that, you know, we've accumulated through the years. Um, I, I look back to a moment many, many years ago when I met, uh, Narain and John and, um, that, started a huge uh, domino effect in my career that led me to a lot of places where I am today. Those, those guys are life changers. They sure <laughs> are. <laughs> and uh, Ariel, actually, I, I know her from uh, from from high school. So Yeah, yeah, it's technically. We, like, kind of barely missed each other, didn't yeah. we? I think I'm a couple years older than you. Yeah, funny enough. But uh, here we are working together still yeah. um, later down the road. Yeah, and with that, we'll introduce you to the audience <laughs> thanks for tuning in again especially you in belgium i see you every week i love you so much even if you're just a vpn belgian okay. guy is like the main character of this podcast <laughs> you know, what if he's yeah i've always I'm, I'm always saying like what if he's trying to learn english and that's like why he's listening to us but there's From so us? many yeah i was about to say though but there's so many so other we can learn how resources to say, so we can learn how to say what come more <laughs> more hey those are two very important words for you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um ariel would you like to introduce jacob i would love to uh dmc sister wives audience this is jacob uh, so I fucked up your name already. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, <laughs> <not> a <laughs> one. <laughs> no, this is this is Jacob Gunter, our hometown hero, our actor man who moved to Los Angeles and is tearing it up down there. And now he's come back to grace us with his presence, and we're so lucky. Yeah. Welcome, Jacob. Thank you so much. Follow me on the Jacob Gunter on Instagram, TikTok, and anywhere you can probably find me. I don't know. It's been a few minutes since your last promo, so we got to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> got to make sure y'all know who I am. <laughs> Um, no, I'm, I'm so, so grateful to be here. I, I'm not the celebrity here. I'm, I'm just a simple person who moved to LA to pursue a dream and, uh, I'm doing my best down there and I, I'm very proud of what I've achieved and I'm so proud of what's to come. You're definitely a VIP up here for sure. <laughs> yeah. We, for we us. love talking about you. I'm going to be always look forward yeah. to you coming back up. In fact, what next, do you say? No, next time you're on, <laughs> next time you're on set, uh, when I send out a PA to do something for you, I'll step on their neck first <laughs> and, and be like, you don't understand who the fuck you're dealing with here, okay? You need to get this perfect. 
Uh, uh, you no. all flatter me way too much. I, don't, <laughs> I also I, I would never do that to a PA. Okay, speaking no. speaking as a professional PA, I would never do that <laughs> to another PA. That's so mean. <laughs> no, no, the, the the crew definitely deserves so much respect. I think that that's one of the huge things that I've learned um, as an actor and a filmmaker is uh, there are no small parts. There really, really aren't. Mm-hmm. Every it takes a village to create what we create and. Um, the PA is just as important as the AD, as the director, as the actors, as as everyone. I think the producer is the single most important role and fuck everyone else. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Only when, uh, when, when Robert's on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I personally thank <clears throat> the movie reviewers on YouTube for doing it for, for ad money. Those are the most important people in the industry. Jesus Christ. I mean, they'd like to think so. I, I think like the, the senior film students... <laughs> making their mer- their dumb action movies. No, actually, let's not go down that yeah, road. They're not always making action movies. <laughs> what do they? What is the cliche? That, I guess it, it's like no. Usually, drama. what people do, yeah, people do for their thesis films. They they'll do like a piece of their life, but in script form. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're like, "This is my struggle. autobiographical." Kind yeah, of. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna make fun of those people because I, uh, I, you know, I was not very far removed from doing that. Still, am not. <laughs> so, same. same. Some, yeah, you know, yeah, we we, we write. You know, cliche. We write what we know. So I think there's stages. Like you go to your film program in college, and when you start writing you don't realize you're being self-absorbed and writing like you have all the knowledge in the universe and deriving completely from your own experiences. Yeah. And then you kind of mellow out a bit and try to branch out. And then you reach that point where you're like, oh, now I'm like trying to write stuff I don't know anything about. Yeah. And you start mm-hmm. writing about yourself again, but you feel self-conscious this time. See, that I'm was the, my process. I'm the least. opposite where I started writing uh, about things that I had no idea about. Like, my very first script was about this Haitian boy in the 60s who goes off to a treasured island to go get the treasure to save his dad's life who has cancer. Oh, yeah. Wow, and that's You've never done that before? I, I've never <laughs> sailed. I don't know what it's like to live in Haiti, especially in the 60s. Um, and I don't know what it... Ha- is like to have my dad have cancer. Wait, so. wait. My first screenplay took place in the 60s, too. Really? Yeah. What? Right. Wait, it did? Yeah. Oh. Actually, no, you was weren't there for it. Was it also about a Haitian boy? Or? Oh. No, it was about, it was about um, so uh, I took, we, we met in like the, the level two class, but in the level one class, that, my yeah. first screenplay, which was absolute garbage, it actually took mm-hmm. place in the 60s because I was watching so many like, Mel Brooks movies and all this screwball oh, gotcha. kinds of comedies mm, and so yeah. I wanted to write something too which like in retrospect that was so uh, people are not into that anymore <laughs> like it was not be marketable <laughs> at all by the way my point of saying that I was different was the, my, my whole thing was that the, my peers and my professor would be like you don't know what you're talking about. And they were absolutely right. So I was just being dumb. That's what they're <laughs> trying to be different. I guess it's 50-50. Some of us need to be told to like reel it in and stuff. Yeah. Like we know anything and then others need to be told the opposite. I know in the script, this guy kills people and shit. I'm like, he learns how to kill people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I've never, I've only killed one person. That's not, but then my <laughs> point is, you know what I for mean? For now, for now. We'll, exactly. we'll, we'll see what happens next. Yeah. 
once you have a few more under your belt, you'll be like an expert. <laughs> you know what? Write that screenplay, <laughs> page one rewrite for real this time. Yeah, isn't that the plot of a movie or something? The someone s- killing someone else. Yes, <laughs> but no. But then they no, write. No, <laughs> no, but then they write like the screenplay of them killing the person, and then they sell it. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, that did happen in real life, actually. Right? Did oh, it? Is it a book? Yeah, it did. Wait, wait. How so this actually happened. So, so this guy, um, I, I forget the entire story. But basically, he um, he murdered people, and then he, I think I forget if he either he wrote the screenplay after he murdered them, and he he described the murders and the location and everything wow. in detail to the point where, like, I think the like someone found his like a copy of the script. Told the police and the police investigated, and it was all true to the like to the location. Like everything was like detailed. Yeah, and yeah. now I'm out. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing once again, and that's when I leave. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. It's like that never happened. Come on, yeah. OJ, great guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, he did that shit. Anyway, hundred <laughs> percent. Anyway, yeah, but um, I don't even remember. What, what are we talking about? So, yeah, sc- uh, screenplay. So oh, funny enough. What did we get here? <laughs> so it's funny. So the the first. Uh, so I love to write as well. I write mm-hmm. more poetry now than I do uh, right. scripts or screenplays. But the first thing that I wrote was a play, and I actually saw it perform, which was really cool. It was uh, at the college that I went to, and um, was it full length or? No, it was it was just like a one act, um, but. After it was performed, all my friends came out and they were like, wow, Jacob, you're really dark. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know you had that much darkness out of you. And I was like, oh, that wasn't dark to me. Like, that was just like a comedy. And they were like, you thought that was funny? And uh, it was at that moment that I realized uh, maybe my work isn't for everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Uh, yeah, dude. I. I I, I've said many sideways things in my life that made me realize <laughs> that not everything I say is people people's jam. Yeah. yeah. What was the part that got them? Uh, well, so it it does touch on like suicide and like death and mm. and mm. a lot of grief. Um, and not to say that that's funny. I don't find that necessarily funny. I but think it's it funny. Was, it like, can be funny. <laughs> it could definitely be funny. But the way that I wrote it, it was um, I don't know. I guess uh, like. Basically, the premise was a um, a like twenty year old guy loses his girlfriend to a car accident, mm. and he blames himself because I think he was like too drunk to drive, and so he didn't drive her, and so she drove herself, and she got into a car accident, and she died, and then he um, she comes back as a ghost, and then disappears, and then he tries to kill himself to be with her but uh ultimately he stops himself before he fully commits see that that sounds like a dark comedy it to does, me yeah You're like i don't that and i don't know if that's because of the vibe in the room right now no. <laughs> <laughs> it really sounds like a dark comedy to me i mean i thought it was great it, it, it was well received it just i didn't realize how um Dark that is just how, yeah, how emotional it was and how, how dark it was. Yeah, you know, it reminds me. I don't know if you remember this, I don't know if I shared this with you. Uh, if we were in the same class at the time, but I did, I wrote a short at one point about like a guy who tries to kill himself mm-hmm. and mm. like he is about to do it, 
and he's like and at the time the concept was that his um the per- the thing telling him to kill himself was like a dark passenger type of thing like mm. you know what i mean so he would hallucinate uh, like this projection and it would tell him like all the worst things and like wow. yeah and then it starts with him <clears throat> he has like three voicemails on a on a, a machine what is it called? A, an answering machine. machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is so oh, funny. Those, uh, I, antiques. <laughs> I wrote this five years ago, so it's like, dude, we don't use this anymore. But anyway, he he presses play, and like the first one is his boss telling him that like he's a piece of shit, and that he oh. should have like work done. Like oh. he he needs to work throughout the weekend. That's what he's telling. And then the other thing, it's his girlfriend. The next the message is his girlfriend, and, he, and she's like. Hey, by the way, you're gonna have to sleep in the living room tonight because I'm bringing someone home. But and also, you did you, tell me about this. Yeah, and also, can you make oh, dinner? Can you make some like mac I know and where cheese? This is going. Or and I remember it being mac and cheese for whatever reason. <laughs> I thought it was spaghetti. Some oh maybe it was spaghetti, but it was my there point for is this. he's some delicious like, pasta. <laughs> yeah, for her and her lover, right? And so he ends up like he's like fuck it I I'm just gonna end it all right now and he he he's you know he, he tries to hang himself on the on the ceiling fan with the spaghetti no <laughs> that is really good yes yeah dude that's awesome if it hasn't been made let's make it <laughs> oh my gosh no but uh, spaghetti side. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? And everyone's Italian in the script. That's, that's... <laughs> like you're kind of Italian. <laughs> everyone's named Tony. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, like different variations of Tony. You I know? Was, yeah, big like, Tony. You ever you guys ever seen the pop star Never Stop Never Stopping? No. That's one of the jokes. Or like his manager used to be in a band and they were all named Tony. And his uh-huh. his was T O N E E question mark. So it was like Tony, 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 Tony. <laughs> oh my gosh! But my point is, he he hangs himself. He's choking to death, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not how that works. Your neck just breaks when you die. Mm-hmm. Um, but this pizza delivery man gets the wrong apartment, and so he opens the door and he sees him hanging there. And so he's like, oh, my God, like, I got to I got to do something. So he tries to save him. And I remember I got a note from somebody to make it like funny because it was kind of funny. The whole the, how I wrote it was apparently funny, which I didn't know <laughs> that it was. But I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll lean into the dark comedy aspect of this. And I wrote that, like, he hung himself with his belt. So, like, he has no belt on his pants. So when the guy tries to help him not <laughs> hang himself, he, his pants fall down, and, like, his dick is in his face. <laughs> and he's like, fuck, I'm trying to save you, but your dick's in my face. Like, oh, my gosh. Uh, and then um, he ends up saving him, and they end up having, like, a couple beers, and he gives him a card and he's like, which is why does the pizza delivery man have a card? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, here's my number. He's a call professional. Okay. Yeah, he's like, here's my number. Call me if you ever want to kill yourself again. Which is, <laughs> which is really funny. You know what I mean? When you word it that way, at least. And so, yeah, I don't know if you have memory of this, but I brought this back to write a feature for the next class. Mm-hmm. And it was the whole thing. I could not figure out how to make a plot out of the entire thing. Because that would have been the inciting incident, right? right? Him yeah. giving him the number. And so, but yeah, uh, that's, you know, 
that kind of stuff can be funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> For yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. At least the way I wrote it. Shit. <laughs> yeah. It was meant to be a short at first. I, I don't know. I don't know if people would be cool with me making that. Not that I give a shit. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to say, yeah. Jacob, you want to be in this? That's probably, that's probably a good reason <laughs> to make anything. Only if I can have my pants down. <laughs> oh, you want to be the guy who hangs himself? Oh, yeah, with, with the spaghetti. Okay. It has to be spaghetti side. Spaghetti side. You know what? What if he has a spaghetti belt? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing spaghetti straps. There you go. Maybe maybe we will make this. I don't fucking know. It's, it's definitely, I don't even know what audience would watch it, though. <laughs> Oh, when was I don't know if you mind me asking this. Um, yeah. we can also cut this out if you want. But um do you do you mind talking about Illumably a little bit? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. So uh Illumably actually I I actually really enjoy working with them to be honest. Yeah. Uh, to be real with you, we were just watching one of your videos like right before you walked in. Was it the one where I play a cop or was it uh, It was the it was the Justin Bieber one. Ah, yeah. yeah. Where I played play Boomer. Yeah. We had to watch yeah. you in that one and also the little Alan cameo at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, Good those, stuff. Yeah, those are those are good. Yeah. Cool. So, um uh helped me just I guess pay for a lot of my stuff because it is paid work so that mm-hmm. was that was one of the cool things about working with them but what i do really like about working with them too even though at times the characters are super over dramatic and like <laughs> and are hard to believe and hard to grasp as an actor mm-hmm. um to look at the comments and to and to see like the first video that i did was um i was i played a father um who doesn't let his kid pursue art and forces him to play basketball and so many of the comments were like, yo, I relate to, I relate so much to this. Like, my dad's the same way. Like, thank you for, like, bringing my issues to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, as filmmakers and as, act- and as an actor, like, that's what I achieved to do is to, and as a poet, as well as a writer, I try to give words to the emotions that we feel inside that people either don't have the words to describe or... Um, to be able to see what they're feeling so that they can process what they're doing better. But a lot of illumably uh, stuff, um, I don't know, it's hard to say. A lot of illumably is um, pretty funny, overdramatic stuff, mm-hmm. and I, I tend to play a villain in most most cases. We were just talking, because illumably is it's sort of part of this whole... Like, I was referring to it as the Darman industry, right? Like, I know they're direct competitors. Yeah. But I think um, I've been watching a lot of Illumily videos. Um, what I actually really liked is just, like, the commitment to the high-octane craziness, mm. you know? It's just, like, the, there's just the way people behave in that universe. I started viewing it as just, like, a different dimension where logic yeah, just works that's differently. Yeah, so true. And, yeah. and it's, like, it's not normal, but there's so much possibility in it. Like, you can have people basically do anything. <laughs> and that's actually attracting me to it a lot. Yeah, it's I, I really like it for that reason, too. Um, and it's just, it's, I feel like you can go so many places with it. Like, it's it's almost like a, a caricature of real life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, for that reason, uh, I mean, even filming it, though, too, like, the film process is we, we do each video about in a day. Like the entire day is filmed in just one day and the whole short is filmed in about one day. And that just blew me away when I first started doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, they say they do like 15 or 20 pages a day, yeah. which is insanity. Like the, the industry standard is like maybe up to seven, right? Yeah, a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, they've def- it's definitely an art that they've perfected. Um, and I don't know. I, in my experience, we usually get the script one or two before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's helped me memorize really quickly. I bet. So working with them helped me a lot with building a lot of the skills, uh, creating my character really quickly, um, kind of having a few characters in my back pocket, which I learned that in improv also is to like practice certain characters, certain voices, certain things, and like Mm -hmm. um, kind of have that ready. Um, I think one of the hardest characters that I've ever played was an Illumably character, and it was where I played an abusive husband who like, was actively unhealthy in front of my wife's family. I think mm. I watched that one. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching a lot with you in that. <laughs> I love it. I, love, I, I look out for the people that I know in them. Yeah. Yeah, that one was, it was, at first I almost turned it away and I almost told them I'm not going to do it. But mm. I was like, you know what? I'm here. Like, this is going to be an exercise. It's definitely going to stretch my acting ability so let's let's give it a shot and i ended up having so much fun with that role um, yeah i mean the, just the way you said that i'm really glad you did it because it yeah. sounds like a challenge as like an actor mm-hmm. and like most i don't know like i don't i don't think that like you fit i don't know they have that's... you be a drunk a lot which is yeah. like that's very not like I could... <laughs> <laughs> very not like you yeah like i could see them like typecasting you know people and stuff like that but if you're especially because i could totally see them doing that to you as the drunk guy for sure like you're so fun and i guess that that's what you yeah know... but they haven't be like a mean drunk Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh my god, you're the nicest person. Yeah. I can't even imagine yeah, I can't you being so either. mean <laughs> like that. But I, my point is, being like, you know, you're playing, you're playing the abusive father and stuff like that. Like that, I can, I have, dude. I mean, yeah. If you that was a challenge for you and you you overcame that, like that's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can tell. Like I read the comments too, and I I can tell just like how the acting is working because whenever you play a good guy everyone is like totally cheering you on and going nuts yeah and then when you play a bad guy there's always like some macho guys in the comments being like well if i was there i would have put that guy in the hospital yeah, so right. mean. <laughs> they all hate me which stand like... a chance <laughs> yeah they get real the commenters get so into it they really do it's funny i actually it's because i'm actually kind of glad i did illuminably too because of the comments mm-hmm. so when i did one role where um I was being like, I was in a relationship with a woman who was really mean to me. Mm-hmm. Like in all the comments, it was like uh, there were a bunch of people, men and women, that were like, "Oh, he's so cute!" Like, "Oh, like I would date him!" Like, "I would be with him!" Like, that's like that's my dream guy. Yeah. And then the next one, I play a complete asshole, and the <laughs> same people were like, "Fuck that guy! He's a fat piece of shit! Like, he's gross! He's ugly!" And of course, they have to throw in your face, right? <laughs> right. Like, of course, yeah. it's, it's like, like it's like a bunch of babies. They can't tell yeah, you the same person. Right. Yeah, their object permanence is yeah. Not... yeah. <laughs> and so, so funny. I just laugh at it now like like the comments mm-hmm. i understand um fully are not a reflection of me but yeah of course yeah like, of course but it's a reflection of how well i did in the character that's actually so interesting that you say that because like i've never had like i what i don't ever post anything on social media right yeah. so like if i get a comment or two that's really weird 
But if I do get those two comments, it's usually from people I know. Yeah. And it's usually like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Or, you know, whatever, mm. whatever else nice things they say. And we just uh, we just we post something for this for 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 you know the project we're working on china yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and so and i saw two comments that were like one of them was they're neither neither of them are negative but they like hit me in such a way that i was like i was like man fuck these people like i don't know why <laughs> so like if you're saying that you could totally deal with that like you know what i mean as an actor people are actually seeing you like that's yeah I don't even know how you deal with that because I was so mad that they were touching my baby like that way or <laughs> saying things about my baby like that. And Tramrick isn't even my baby. Yeah, you know what I mean? Ours. It's not even ours. <laughs> I'm like, it's Godfather is what I yeah. am. You know what I mean? But I was still so pissed. I'm like, it's like, accountant or something. I just kind of get hired <laughs> on specific days. Yeah. I like their protect season. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Like ego definitely plays a, a huge part. Um, but so I throughout COVID, mm-hmm. I became one with my spiritual self. Mm-hmm. And that includes, I don't know, like how appropriate like y'all want to hear about this or whatever, but I ended up becoming a spiritual healer uh, mm-hmm. during the COVID during COVID. Um, I was trained. I um, meditated a lot and that's, that became a huge part of my life. And one thing that I learned during that entire process was that, um, no matter if anyone compliments you or insults you, it's never about you. It's about themselves and how they view themselves and how they view the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So when it comes down to those same comments, um, they no longer affected me because I mean, it's, I guess it's kind of bittersweet because the positive comments don't affect me and neither do the negative ones. Like both of them that I, I don't view them as me. It's simply the people who are commenting and that's just a face behind a computer that is able to say whatever they want because it's non-confrontational, yeah. you know? And so that's why, like, the haters can hate all they want. Like, it's it's whatever. I hope that they post to hate more so that, you know, <laughs> I get more publicity out there, you know? Yeah. I guess it's that thing where it's like, you, whether you're going through the highs or the lows, you don't want to, like, ride either of them too hard yeah you know because yeah. like they're neither of them are going to last forever mm-hmm. and if you expect um i guess if you expect it to be good forever you'll get disappointed and you expect it to be bad forever then you just won't you'll stop trying at some point definitely it's definitely a uh, a an up and down process like a roller coaster uh someone sent me a video recently it was like an inspirational video um and they were saying how uh this guy went to talk to his therapist and he was like hey you know like I, I find life so difficult because the highs are so high and the lows are so low. Like mm-hmm. if I had control over that, I would just like make it neutral. And the therapist responded saying, well, imagine you're talking about, um, you know, a heartbeat monitor, you know, the heartbeat, when it goes, it goes up and it down and up and down, up and down. If you stay in the middle, you're just flatlined Ooh. and you're not living anymore. You're mm. just st- stuck neutral yeah. and life. I believe that like, I can experience true happiness and true joy and true love because I've experienced such loneliness and such hardship. And so mm-hmm. the fact that I have the full range in my own personal experience and even in my acting experience, I feel like I'm able to fully live a human, a true human experience in my life because I allow myself to feel that range. Damn. Okay. <laughs> 
I that's that's an interesting perspective to have. Yeah. It's it's funny they said about that flatline thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like I actually like writing that middle so much. Mm. Like, I like this concept. Of, oh fuck! <laughs> you can't that was eat. one of those lows coming <laughs> back to make sure. <laughs> nobody can, nobody just saw what happened. But I just like <laughs> I just expressed myself with my hand, <laughs> and I fucking hit the mixer anyway. Uh, no, but the middles for me, like uh, I view them as like uh, a quote unquote normal day. Mm. And, um, I don't have like a lot of normal days. You know what I mean? Like my life is very, um, spontaneous, uh, mm. not in terms of excitement. Cause it's, that's, that's definitely not true, but, uh, in my work and in my personal stuff, like hanging out with friends or whatever, it's very spontaneous, but there for me those uh those middle days of like they're neither high or low i don't know i i've learned to love them a lot mm -hmm. there's actually there's a there's like a particular song that i listen to whenever i feel that mood uh and it comes from an album this is where i got the concept from of mm -hmm. like appreciating those days uh mm -hmm. the album itself it's in spanish but it's called uh a normal day mm -hmm. uh and in spanish it's un dia normal mm -hmm. um and I like it so much because I like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucking love it when my phone blows up and it's like, oh, like I got to go do this. I got to do that. But when it's just like me by myself and it's like, oh, I have nothing to do. Like yeah. there is mm -hmm. nothing pressing me right now. Whether it's like, whether I, maybe I'll have a project that I need to do or whatever, yeah. but maybe I just passed off the task to the person that uh, needs to do their job first before I do mine. Um, yeah, I, I just find myself like I drive and I go run errands or something like that. And I just love those normal days. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But I think I get to I get to say that only because I don't have many days that are quote unquote normal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's always something happening to me, yeah. whether I like it or not. You know what I mean? I mean, you know this. Yeah, like, in, even in my personal life, like it's not uncommon for like catastrophe to happen yeah which is why that, i think that's it right there i just Maybe, yeah. i just nailed it oh, because i'm so used to like my life being thrown into chaos whether it's professional mm. or in my personal life yeah I, I learned to appreciate the days where it's like oh nothing is happening right now to me definitely yeah yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. and i think i think those moments of calm are so important to appreciate mm -hmm. you know i think there there's no point within that up and down process that should be unappreciated and I, i'm totally with you there yeah um, as someone who tends to live in chaos myself i definitely oh my god uh, probably more than me man <laughs> oh, shit. yeah i definitely like to uh, but that's where my meditation comes in like yeah. i i create those calm moments when i have an opportunity right mm. and part of that is i do love driving i know you have a love for driving as well oh my gosh and i love like, it so much yeah it's so funny we were talking about that in the group chat the other day you said you hate driving 17 it's actually my, one of my favorite drives to really? make really yeah no. it's one of my favorites to I make i haven't even tried it yet oh my gosh no, it no, is no, scary no, no. i'm not gonna lie it is scary when you first get on there but as someone who like i don't know like i because people were so reluctant to teach me how to drive when i first mm. started um, I took that shit personally. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I took it upon myself to really, really, really like put time into building that as a skill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which I would say most people don't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I w I'm going to 
say this and hopefully I'm not fucking wrong, but I would, I feel like I'm better at driving than the average person only because I put in that much time to like figure out how to do that well. Yeah. And by the time that I, you know, got onto 17, like, I don't know. I just put in a lot of hours to like learn how to drive well and everything. It was, I had made a playlist to like, do that drive on my own for the first time. Cause I had done it before with other people, you know, they've driven me to the beach or mm. I went out there, but to do it alone and to like, just like be in the groove and like take those turns, you know what I mean? You're mm. going, you're going fast and like, you can just feel it on your body, that inertia, you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Side to side to side. And yeah, yeah it's, um, Oh man, it's, it's a beautiful drive down there. I love it so much. I can do it. I think mm. it's just, I've been, I've been in too many. Uh, I guess I've had I had bad memories. That's t- that's perfectly. You know? that's and I think totally that's where it comes from. I think one of the first times that I drove seventeen, mm-hmm. it was three in the morning. Oh I was with a bunch of drunk people, oh, and they were Jesus. like, "Let's go to the beach." And I, I I I learned to not trust my DD, so I became mm-hmm. the DD whenever I went out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my designated driver always got drunk, and I was like, oh, "Okay, like God, I'm, I'm tired of this." Good. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah. "We either, either ended up staying where we were, or I paid for an Uber." Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm, "I don't have enough money to keep paying for these Ubers," so <laughs> I was like, "I don't need to drink, so I'm cool without it." Yeah, and so I just became the driver, and so we were all we went to Denny's. I don't like Denny's personally, but they were all eating Denny's, and. Uh, they were like, yo, let's go to the beach. So I hop, we all hopped in my friend's car and I was driving and I was like falling asleep while driving on 17, which oh is super scary. Yeah. Because uh, like I started to like nod off and I was like, okay, I almost crashed. I almost died. Like we're, I'm not doing this. Oh my gosh. And so um, that plus uh, having people either throwing up next to me or Ew. whatever. Yeah, it was just. Yeah. I feel Overall, like in that situation, if everyone was so drunk, you probably could have just driven anywhere and be like, oh, we're at the beach, guys. Yeah, it kind of looks yeah, like a Denny's, you know, but... <laughs> I definitely made a mistake doing that. Like, I, I shouldn't have, but I don't know. I, I went for it. And then the my next experience, I was driving back, and I actually had an allergic reaction as I was on the on the freeway, and my oh. eyes started, like, Whoa. burning, and I, like, was having someone... I was driving Uber at the time. And so I was driving someone, and I was, like, going 35, like, trying to keep my eyes open as yeah. they were, like, streaming, watering. Whoa. And, like, so overall, I have bad experience with 17. <laughs> so I'm just, like, if I can avoid driving it, I yeah. do. Like, I've legit driven through Half Moon Bay yeah. and gone back. Took, like, three hours to get to Santa Cruz just Whoa, because I avoided just avoid it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, you make it sound kind of cursed. So <laughs> yeah. For no, me, I got, it feels I got like you. it. I've, I've only ever had one incident that, like, m- like made me fear, like, for my life at all on there. But I wasn't driving. I think I, I, think I told you before. Mm. It was, like, we were driving back with a bunch of friends, and I made the dumb, dumb mistake of, like, drinking there. Mm. And there's one of us who doesn't drink at all. So I was like, cool, you can drive the car back then, yeah. you know. But it's not their car, you know. It wasn't even my car, but it's, it was a, another Prius. So I was yeah. like, I know exactly how to drive one of those. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, my friend drove, and I guess he wasn't used to the car, or mm. I don't know what he wasn't used to. But I, I remember being in the, I was riding shotgun with him and he was driving down, down, like back, or sorry, we're going back up here, mm-hmm. but you know how like there's a downhill portion of it, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on that portion, I don't know what, what happened. Like, I think he was just not used to the car. 
but he was going way too fast and you could see i could see that everyone in the back seat was like freaking out yeah. they're like what they're like they're like what's happening what's <laughs> happening and I, and I remember turning back and being like hey like chill out everything's gonna be fine yeah and then i turned to my friend who's driving and i'm like hey he's, but, like, <laughs> but actually though like you go slower man like that's why you need about those limo driver things when you just close <laughs> the, <laughs> just close the partition I, yeah because i didn't want to i didn't want to freak them out more than they were already freaked out yeah and then i also yeah. like i mean i wasn't I was I I shouldn't say feared for my life, but I was like, this is getting dicey, just just yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I told him like, hey, do slow down if you can, because it's like, here's you know, there's a certain point where you take those curves yeah. where you can feel the momentum. The it's too much, yeah. you know, what I mean? you, where you pass that line where it's like, oh, this is fun, and then you pass the line of like, oh no, this is gonna turn bad quick if I don't yeah. stop. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that was the only time. And then I've I've had friends who like. We're being no, I wasn't there, thank God. Yeah. But like, they were being stupid, and the, the guy was going way too fast for the road, and then they ended up. They got so because you know how some some portions of it is just a drop off mm-hmm. into trees, right? Yeah, Redwoods fact. that are huge, right? They got really lucky that they ended up like spinning out because they're mm. going too fast or drifting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they ended up in this like cutout. And they got so lucky because right around the corner was a, was a drop off, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that is cr- that's crazy. And they were all scared of driving it for a while. I have but... a friend who did straight up like crash. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Into, into like one of the rails. Yeah, it's, and I mean it's notorious for it. It was like raining. Yeah. Like she couldn't have done anything really. Yeah, that's raining. I've I've only driven it once in hard rain, and that was uh, <laughs> dicey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's uh, yeah. <laughs> I think this is a good pause right there too. So, um, we just took a quick break, real quick. Um, I have a question for you, Jacob. Uh, it's a question that I want to keep asking guests as they come come on. Mm. Um, oh, maybe you heard me ask this question before, but um, if as an actor slash you know creator of stuff, you know scripts, all that, mm. stuff, all that stuff, the industry, what would you make? for yourself or for like the smallest possible like it, just like something out there it doesn't have to make money but it's your dream you can make it happen what would you make that's a great question and for uh, context like i'll give you mine like uh, probably only like a hundred thousand people would know what the fuck this is but i picked to make a movie adaptation of the game marathon mm, yeah you know to be honest i think um so I I forget if we if we were, were recording or not when we were mm-hmm. touching on this, when I was touching on this earlier, but mm-hmm. uh, I've been going through this whole like weight loss journey, mm-hmm. um, and I think I haven't seen anything that accurately represents what it's like to be a big person, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that I would either like to create myself or mm-hmm. I would love to see because mm-hmm. like there are things that I didn't realize like putting my shoes on became really hard uh, when I reached a certain Oh my God, that uh, was so way. real to me. That way right? said it. Like, like, fuck. There are things in your daily life that just become yeah. difficult. Yeah. And it's like, if you think about it, if it, at my age and my height, my weight should be about, let's say like 175. Mm. 
And if I weigh over 300 pounds, then I have a over, it's like your average person is wearing a 100 pound weight vest yeah. at all mm-hmm. times. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like, like imagine like doing that. People would ah, take this off. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. you don't want to yeah. do that. And so just it's literally bad for your health. If you, yeah. if, 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 if you're a normal person, even for exercising, if you actually put on weights on yourself, it is unhealthy for you. you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. 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 And so it's like, it's, these are things that I didn't think about until I was experiencing it. And mm-hmm. it's like the amount of like, you know, making sure I had to shower every single day making sure I had to like, um, you know, just, just certain things that I don't, that I haven't like seen fully represented. I, I haven't mm-hmm. seen the whale yet, but I've heard the whale has some, it kind of touches on it a little bit, but mm-hmm. I heard it does it like inaccurately. Oh, yeah, it, it yeah. Like, it's also the extreme end of things. Yeah, it is on the extreme end. Like yeah. it's not very typical overweight person experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel there wasn't so much focus on the routine as like the emotional stuff. You know, mm-hmm. not the day to day routine. Yeah, but, it's a it's more but, emotional than anything. Yeah, maybe. but you're definitely you know it's like uh the this the way your daily routine is just altered and like one day you just realize that oh i'm moving differently than i did like last year or whatever it's it's everything though like i don't know if you feel this way maybe maybe you're i'll just say it and maybe you'll relate to it but like Mm -hmm. everything it's literally everything not only is it your daily routine it's how people treat you how like how opportunities come about Mm -hmm. um obviously how you feel about yourself Mm -hmm. um how you spend money? Yeah, it it literally it bleeds into everything. Yeah, like I'll tell you my experience where where it's like, um, I know for a fact that like people are. And by the way, as I'm saying this, I am not complaining. This is a hundred thousand percent my fucking fault. I'm a fucking idiot for like not taking care of myself. However, the experience of it is this for me. Yeah, where like I know for a fact people aren't as nice to me as like on initial like you know introduction which is fine whatever like i've learned to deal with that Mm. um you have to like (laughs) you have to like put on the charm like twice as hard to like be accepted as a normal person and i'm not even saying it's on the person it's purely psychological like Mm. this is like people do this subconsciously um i can't shop like just because I didn't want to make uh, my friend feel bad for me or anything like that. We were yeah. like, I was shopping with the guys not so long ago at like a thrift shop, like a really nice one too. Yeah. Like pff, really nice thrift shop. I just realized <laughs> how stupid that is, but those really do, those yeah. really do exist. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a thrift shop where you can get like dope shit. Like, yeah. and they were all picking out some stuff and they, and then finally one of them turns to me before we leave and he goes like, Oh, you're not going to get anything. And I did, I, in the moment, I usually would say, I was like, I can't get anything here because yeah. nothing here fits me. Yeah. Um, but instead I just like, oh, I didn't see anything that I liked or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the, my whole thing was that I can't literally anywhere I go, the places that I want to shop at, I can't shop at. Yeah. Like if it was up to me, I would be inside of like, um, What's that one where like they use like extremely hot models? Abercrombie. Not this. Uh, the other one. They're, they're competitor. Uh, um, 
Oh my gosh, I can't. like I know which one. Yeah. I, Hollister. 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 Yeah. I would, I would, I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, but because, but school. because when I was in high school and just got out of high school, that uh, was the it thing where people, like hot people were, would shop. That's yeah. where I wanted to shop. Low-rise pants era. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I had a friend who worked there and like, I would meet up with her like after work. Yeah. So I, I went there a lot and I felt terrible because Every time I walked in, I was like, fuck, I don't belong here at all. Like, it's so obvious that I cannot shop here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's only one place I can shop in this entire city. Really? Yeah. It's, I don't know if you've ever been there before. Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> Show me the line. Here I am buying clothes online, bro. Dude, I'll tell you where, I'll tell you where okay. it is afterwards. Yeah, it's not even a special place or anything like that. But I just don't want to tell people exactly where it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keep the secrets for ourselves. <laughs> But yeah, man, like, yeah, so, like, it, it really, that's so funny, though. The one where you said about the shoes is so fucking real. Right, yeah. Because I fluctuate, right? So, yeah. like, and I, I don't even fluctuate that hard because yeah. usually people can't notice. I've only once in my life fluctuated so hard that, oh, don't you love it? The dog, dog just went nuts. I know. I she was like, you... stop fluctuating. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish I could. <laughs> But I, once I, I bounced back so hard enough, I should say, yeah. where people actually noticed. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's weird that they would notice that. They were like, your face looks different. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Thanks. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, not a good thing. No, I'm just <laughs> no, for me, it was a good it thing. Good, yeah. But one of the things that became easier in that period of time for me, I couldn't believe how easy it was for me to tie my shoes. I was like, holy fuck, I'm tying my shoes. No idea what the fuck's going on. I parked like right there. Is that okay? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's public parking all around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I wasn't sure if like. It's a reminder that we do record those in a house that people live in. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's um. There's an do entire. There's. A, I was gonna say something. I probably shouldn't say. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> there's an entire um family of immigrants yeah. living upstairs. <laughs> There's uh, they got like three kids and two granddaughters and and then on the other side of this wall right here, there's like t uh, two guys who uh, are in a very loving relationship. I don't know why I'm making You're this full up. Of lies. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm just kidding. We're gonna videotape that one later. It's, ju it's just my house, and people live here, obviously. Can anyway, or oh sorry, go ahead. No, go I ahead. was gonna ask. Um, I'm just curious because. Like, obviously, you're making a bunch of lifestyle changes in yes. response to these because um, it seems like some parts of your life have gotten a bit more difficult and yeah. more difficult than you want to deal with. And to you, it's worth it to uh, start making changes and exercising more and getting in shape. Mm -hmm. I'm curious because I, I feel like nowadays this body positivity stuff, a lot of the reaction a lot of people have is, no, the world needs to change instead. Or people are sort of... Um, downplaying a lot of the physical changes that happen with like a lot of weight gain and i was just curious like how do you feel about that kind of thing i think it's really interesting so there's yeah. so i've seen a couple of um a couple of uh movements where people they like they have like you know big is beautiful and i'm, and I'm never never gonna say that that right. it's not it just i th i think when you go to the extreme a lot of those movements they only show big people mm -hmm. and i'm like big young people yeah yeah mm -hmm. big young people and i'm like yeah. 
I, I want to see that hu- that humans are beautiful, that every body type really is. Like, yeah. a lot of those, like, I don't see skinny people in there anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. you can still be skinny and beautiful. You can be big and beautiful. You can mm-hmm. be however you look mm-hmm. is true to you and yourself right now. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is beautiful because we are beautiful as people, as individuals. We have our own unique uniqueness, our quirks, our... Our normalcies, all these things make us so individual and so, and so I think like one thing that I want to like, I know it wasn't exactly the question you were asking, but um, when it comes to make like doing these movements, I think it's so important to keep what was important still important, but bring on the new also, Mm -hmm. like include us include me as a big person don't forget what was but include me in to what was yeah and then um as uh going on with that sorry uh you asked uh, I, I guess i was i was curious um just if like if you felt of uh, some of the negative health aspects are being sort of downplayed or ignored because i think like I was having this conversation with Odd actually, like back when we were traveling, mm-hmm. um, and we were talking about this, the body positive stuff. What I think bothers me is when people are like, "Oh, glorifying obesity is like so bad," when they're talking about like an overweight model modeling mm-hmm. clothes, as mm-hmm. if fat people aren't interested in seeing how clothes looks before they buy them, just like everybody else. Yeah. Or yeah. if people are like, um, or if they're acting like fat people aren't allowed to make goofy little TikTok dances just as much as everyone else. Like, yeah. that part I is do, bullshit. I, I um. do um, I do like that uh, I, it is more accepted to be bigger. Like, it's not mm-hmm. as it's not as shamed anymore. Um, I've experienced... So, it's not uncommon for people on the street, strangers, random people, to make comments about me and my weight. Yeah. Like, it's it happens very common. I don't Holy know your fuck, experience. Dude. Oh, my God. Do you want to... I'll tell you... Let me tell you a quick little story. I was working one day, and when I work, I on purpose, uh, on purpose, um, I make myself look like it's a double edged sword because I look like a grip when I work. <laughs> you know, how, even on Saturday. Yeah. Right? So like, so like, you know how grips usually wear those like five eleven pants yeah. or like they just wear like heavy pants because yeah. it's they need to be running around. They need they need tools on their on hand, right? So I wear those pants and I wear a black shirt just just so it looks. Like, I fit the part of, like, I work in this specific thing, so nobody, you know, comments anything to me. So mm-hmm. one day, somebody found a workaround to that, and they're like, um, oh, my God. Anyway, okay, I went to go, but she's the barista at this place, right? Yeah. Older lady, she's really nice, whatever. And she goes, you know who you look like? And already, I was like, oh, my God, dude. You are going to ruin my day right now. I can just feel it. I feel it. And I cannot remember the actor's name, but you'll know what I'm talking about. She goes, you look... uh, And by the way, no shade to this guy, okay? It's my problem, but... She was like, "You look like that guy in Jurassic Park that does the who was on the oh, computer." Yeah. And the thing is, she said Jurassic Park because that guy had a weight loss journey. Yeah. So she she wasn't like yeah. you. You look like that guy a couple years ago, like you, you know when like he was early nineties. No, yeah, you you look like him in the movie. And I was like, I and I was 
I was. <laughs> you look like this guy who was an asshole. Uh, yeah. D- also that. I was like, dude, what? What's funny is that like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. But it ruined my entire day. It really did. Yeah. Um, and I'm again, like it's listen for me, like I'll tell you my perspective on her question. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know if it'll make it easier or harder for you to answer it, but here's my perspective on it. Right. I do think you're right. It's bullshit when it comes to like, Hey, like these people want to be included in a certain thing and it's, it's possible to include them. You just have to not be an asshole. Yeah. Mm. That's it's, it. Like it's very easy. Yeah. Just that's, don't be a dick. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Don't be a dick is like the, the number one thing. Yeah. But yeah, like when it gets to the extreme, which by the way, it, there's not that many people who think this, I don't think it's just the allowed voice in this, in the sphere of things right now. Mm. Um, dude, like I don't, I don't think, the people who advocate for that realize that it's like, it's not the people who are that way. Don't want to be that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and if I, and if I'm speaking for someone who's like, who's like, I do want to be this way. I congratulations with learning how to live with this because yeah. it's not ideal. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not saying that like it's right or wrong. It's just that like, I mean, we live in a society, you know what I mean? Um, so like for me, I mean, I'm running out of breath saying this sentence. I don't even yeah. fucking hear that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> which is actually really funny. <laughs> that's actually super funny. You that's heavy like, breathing, right? Yeah, that's so funny. I didn't it's need like to get I'm, you so worked up. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny because I'm making my point as I'm speaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think I want to run out of breath sitting here? <laughs> sitting that's here? So funny. Yeah, like, Oh my god, dude! Too like, many things have broken underneath me, bro. Like I don't trust, I don't trust chairs. I don't, I barely trust beds. Like, bro, you know how when you're on set, like especially if you're in a bigger set, they use folding chairs, yeah, because that's like the easiest thing to transport, right? Dude, when you sit on one of those things and you're like, damn, this this fucking chair has been used <laughs> repeatedly for 10 years. I don't, it's, it's, on, it's on its last legs and you're sitting on it and you're like, fuck, it's creaking a lot. That sounds like, really yeah. stressful. Holy yeah. shit, dude. It's yeah. so stressful. Oh my gosh. You know when it hit me the most? I'm not going to lie to you. It hit me the most when I realized that even if I wanted to, I can't ride a, I can't ride a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. That was something I just recently experienced. You know, it's okay. And most people, most people in my life, even right now, right now, there are uh, probably half the people in my life think I don't want to ride a roller coaster because I'm scared of them. I am scared of them. (laughs) Trust me, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. (laughs) But the thing is, I can't ride it mainly because I'm so heavy that the G forces created when I'm on one for my body yeah. hurts. It yeah. wow. physically is pretty unbearable to wow. like do it. Like I get hurt if I like, and it's, and it's invisible. Like you can't mm. see it. It's not like I, it's not like I get a bruise or something. It's internal. Yeah. Like I just, my, the, the stress that it puts on my frame is so to the extreme that That's it hurts to do it. And I can't cause it's so, I have to like, once I get off, yeah. like I have to like, like walk Take around second, i have yeah. to walk around and pretend that i'm okay when i'm not like it hurts yeah. i have to sit down and be like i am in a lot of pain right now <laughs> like i it's went so... to uh to universal studios recently yeah and i i just didn't fit i didn't have the rides 
fuck, dude, that happened to that happened to someone I went on vacation with. Yeah. And I felt so bad because we were waiting two hours in line to ride this stupid fucking ride yeah. that, by the way, wasn't even worth it. I <laughs> I barely fit in the ride. I got lucky that I fit in the ride. And yeah. I was like, thank God these two hours are about to pay off. <laughs> fucking God damn it. And I rode the ride and it sucked dick. Yeah. And that's the only thing I could say to this person like, when I got off of it to make them feel any better. I was like, yeah. I, trust me, it wasn't even worth it. And I know you waited two hours to be told that you couldn't, but it's promise it was yeah. not worth it. I, I was so grateful I went with a friend who was very like uh, patient with me. And he, yeah. Like, and he, he was okay. He was like, if we can't go on the ride, bro, it's cool. We'll find, we'll find something else. Dude, so I didn't even finish my point. I'm so sorry. Sorry, no, keep going. No, no, no. My point was that I couldn't ride roller coaster. I, I haven't been able to ride a roller coaster since I was in high school. Yeah. Right. Um, but when it hit me the hardest is my favorite ride to ride. And it's it's like you have to get over your fear of thinking the I'm saying when you're normal, when you're yeah. a normal, quote unquote, normal person, yeah. even when you're a normal person and you're riding it, you're like, please, please don't break. Yeah. It's the ride where their seats attached to this canopy. Uh, and super high yeah. right and you sit on it and then it spins you around. Mm. I couldn't ride that thing anymore. And I remember thinking, being so sad because that's my favorite ride. Yeah. Is like just feeling the air and feeling like you're in an airplane or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. That was like, dude, I almost cried. The day I, was, right. I, was, I, I want was, to cry right now. Dude, I, was, I relate. Dude, so I was much. at the boardwalk and I was like, I can't believe I can't enjoy something that I really love right now. Yeah. Like, and I haven't been able to do it since. Like ever since then. Oh, you know well, what I mean? I it mean, fucking sucks. <laughs> meanwhile, the only time I almost accidentally died on a ride, it was my own damn fault. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was um when I went to uh I think I think it had to be the last time I went to Disney and we went to California Adventure and mm. I got on California Screaming with a bunch of friends and I guess I got just so distracted, just zoning out and listening to Neil Patrick Harris going blah blah blah. Oh my god. And then yeah. um, you know, we're sitting in those seats and then suddenly my friend's hand reaches over and grabs it and goes and just clicks it down because oh. probably wasn't even fastened and I wasn't paying attention oh my god and it was like right before the ride just Started. shoots That's off crazy. well thank thank god I didn't your friend sleep did well that. that night I didn't think about it but that night I was like oh fuck I was kind of died <laughs> that is crazy yeah that's, that's how terrifying. it felt like if I hadn't yeah. paid attention to the sign that said the weight limit, I was like, oh, fuck, I might be dead. You know yeah. what I mean? Or I might be putting, like, other people in danger or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, or turning myself into a projectile. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm going, you're coming with me. <laughs> just say a human-shaped mortar just coming at you. Oh, man. What do you guys think about the people, or I guess it's mainly women, but, like, mm. they feel betrayed when, like, Lizzo loses weight or, like, Rebel Wilson or something? Dude, I feel like I feel like it's really dumb because you should feel proud of that person. I'm so proud of them. That person, first of all, okay, even if they cheated, like, and by the way, I, I use cheated very loosely and in jest. I mean, they're rich. They can yeah, afford to have the time off. They can afford to have a trainer. They can afford to eat healthy. Yeah. Like, honestly, hey, good for you. Because that means one, like, even if you're a Nepo baby, you know what I mean? Like, if you earned your money and you feel good about yourself, you're successful, and you're going to take that time to go on that journey, and you're using all the cheat codes available to you, mm-hmm. congratulations, you made it to a place where everyone wants to be. Because yeah. my original point to all this to begin with was, do you think I want to be like this? No. Like, yeah. I want to be able to, like, sprint full clip. You know what yeah. I mean? I can do that now. But, like, the chances of me hurting myself are pretty high. Yeah. You know, even if, even, even if I sprint full clip right now, right? Yeah. 
I am so I'm putting a lot of stress on my knees. You know mm. what I mean? And that's a crazy thing to even say out loud. You know, I'm 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is just... <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better when uh-huh. we were doing callbacks and I had to like run back and forth across the hall to get you inside because you walked out, I definitely uh-huh. almost twisted both of my ankles. Oh my, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, Happens yeah. To some of us too. <laughs> no. I feel better hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like like I said, nobody who is like this wants to be like this. And again, if you are that person, congratulations, you made it to a very rare place that people. There's like yeah, a there's a middle ground between like oh Lizzo shouldn't be in public and mm-hmm. like oh if Lizzo loses weight she betrays the entire dude. That's how people felt felt about Adele, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure, that was crazy. And Rebel Wilson, same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm just happy for them. Like if they actually, because my thing is lifestyle too, right? Like okay, I I'm not gonna lie to you. Like every time I have like I don't know, it doesn't even have to be a certain item. It can just be a place. Every time I have like a McDonald's thing or something like that, I feel awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they've gained the discipline to like ne- not never do that, but like I don't know, do it like I don't know. I think it's at most. I, this is here's here's a I don't know about you, but my doctor has yeah. told me this before. Like the most you're able to have that kind of shit is once every other week. So twice a month you can have it, right? So I guess. Now, even that is too many times, I think. Fuck, I can't remember. But it's something extremely low. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, oh, fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my main, let me see if I can fucking remember. What I'm trying to say about that is that, oh, the lifestyle change. If they can achieve a place in their life yeah. where they're like, oh, I don't need that. Like, I can just go, I can either... I either train myself to know when I'm actually hungry or I have something to help me know when I'm actually hungry, when I'm not hungry, or yeah. if it's just natural to them to be like, oh, instead of having like a fucking Ghirardelli square, I'll have a fucking apple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a banana. Like if you get to that place, like if you can actually change your thinking, your habits, yeah. that's crazy good on you. Cause breaking those habits is crazy so hard yeah. you know i know like I mean? personally i require like a monthly milkshake yeah that's yeah. Yeah. that's fine that it's totally fine by the way you know what i mean if at I, least for me it's daily but yeah. <laughs> it has it has protein in it dude i remember exactly. you know it's so funny like when i used to work security i i definitely yeah. went full clip on that because they don't pay for your lunch right uh-huh. so you have to go and get lunch and my first year was terrible because i used to work the night shift Ooh, guess what's yeah. guess what's open. the only yeah. thing open at fucking two a.m. Fucking yeah. either Jack in the Box or fucking McDonald's. Yeah, Pick one, easier, you know? yeah. yeah, you know, and you're already having a shitty day. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I mean, you're, you're in no mood to like discipline yourself. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I'm not saying that every day was a shitty day there. It's just that's not what I wanted to do. Well, you know? so there was a point where I was working. I work security too. Yeah, uh, yeah. there was a point where I was I was watching the cameras. You guys have so much in common. It's like we're the same person, just yeah. cloned. <laughs> Except he's more handsome. So oh, there's no way, dude. Uh, and I was working security, and mm-hmm. I I looked back at how much I was eating, and I realized I was eating about six thousand calories a day. Fuck! Wow. Holy shit, dude! Solely I don't even want to do that math like, on my own. Solely because I just all I had was time and food. Dude, that's the worst. Oh yeah, yeah. when you have time like that, and yeah. You're... And I'm just I'm just sitting there watching the cameras, just like trying not to fall asleep. So what I do, I keep my my mind busy by 
doing something with my hands. And so yeah. I just, yeah. I ate, I ate like two or three bags of chips. It's the only place you can drive to, to. I went, like, I, yeah. Safeway was open. I was like, oh, I'll just go to Safeway and I'll be healthy. And like, uh, I buy all the junk food from Safeway. And like nothing, oh, like it didn't help. Dude, you know? yeah, I know. And so like, I, I definitely emphasize with what you said earlier. Like I, yeah. I understand that I, I got to an unhealthy point and mm-hmm. I could have stopped myself at a certain point. But yeah. there was a certain, like for me, I'm definitely an emotional eater. So like as mm. as I feel stressed out, as I feel emotional, like I eat a lot. And yeah. there was a point when I dealt with a lot of grief and that grief hit me hard and all I did was like I had this like empty hole inside of me that had like a I, I, I explain it as like a hollow fire. Mm. It's like it, a cold hollow fire that it like it burns and it, it rages and like it nothing satiates it. So yeah. all I did was eat for a long time and like Fuck. I just got bigger and bigger and bigger and like it's funny. I look back at pictures when I when I thought I was so fat. Holy fuck, dude. I and know I'm like, exactly what I'm you're like, saying. I too. wish Holy shit. I could be there today. Dude, yeah. I look at pictures at from myself in high school yeah. and I'm like, dude, I thought I was like the size of a planet in high school. Yeah. And like, you know, like even like I don't think I don't think they meant to hurt my feelings when this happened, but like the guys one of the guys saw a picture of me in high school and he was like, dude, how the fuck did you not get laid? Like, you look good in this picture. Come on, you don't think to say about a teenager. That's another reason not to take it to her. Hey, you know, I'll take it at this point. But like, um, I, <laughs> I think that's because we were talking about, we like, it's because <laughs> we were talking about girls in high school and like, mm. and just like how insecure that I was back then or whatever. I mean, so I still am, of course. Um, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, he was like, and I was like, dude, in that photo, I thought I was like humongous, yeah. and now I'm actually humongous now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, you know. But even like I, I couldn't even tell you right now. You're not even that big. That's crazy, right? And yeah. like, and I know that whenever someone said it to me, I was like, you're full of bullshit. Like, you're, yeah. you're like, I just felt that way right yeah, now. Right? <laughs> like, I saw in your face. You're like, mm-hmm, I don't know about that. Really? Shit. <laughs> you're really gonna say that shit to me? But it's because like. I, I, I get that. Like, I understand yeah. it. Because, like, when I was, like, 100 pounds thinner, mm-hmm. people said this. I was like, man, I'm so big. And they were like, duh, you're not even that big. Like, shut up. And I was like, yeah. you don't even know. And now I look back, I was like, damn, I wasn't even that big. Like, I bet I'm big now. And, like, yeah, it's it's so interesting. Like, I one thing within my acting journey I learned as well is, mm-hmm. like, it's all about learning. Like, I, I would say my weight loss journey is going on for about seven years now yeah and i gained a lot of weight since it started and Mm -hmm. like it's all about learning what my body likes what i like and kind of like i only learned recently that i eat way too much like a healthy amount is a lot less than what i think it is Mm -hmm. and so when i was when i started this journey um most recently like i I, like i picked it back up Mm -hmm. i realized what a healthy portion was, yeah. what my body likes, mm-hmm. and I felt full and I felt good. Oh my gosh, you know, and I okay. felt like energetic every day. Yeah, hey, I have I have two things for you before before I let you go because I, I just realized we're like an hour in. Oh, but there's uh there's two things. One, my rule for that, where you just said like a healthy portion, this is not crazy and maybe like too hard for two people, like some people. It's not even advice. It's just something I do myself. Yeah. 
is if I'm like focused on this thing that I'm like, you know, trying to like eat healthier, yeah. I'm like, my, 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 my go-to thing is eat like white chick. Like, <laughs> like that's, that is, that is like my go-to role. How do you eat like a white chick? I'm oh curious. my God. You know, you know why Very I say carefully. that? Yeah, I say that because, uh, my best friend for years and years and years was, yeah. a, was this like typical, you know, no, no shade to her. I, yeah. she was perfect to me, but um, she was like this typical white girl, you know, yeah. she just like ate a couple bites of food or whatever. And like, you know, portions of portions in North America and notoriously huge. Right. So, yeah. you know, she, she would eat a normal portion, which is like half the food you would get in a mm. normal order. And like, but I, you know, I'd finish mine and I'd finish hers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I, yes. like, I ate a meal for like two people, like yeah. essentially, yeah. you know what I mean? And the other thing that I was going to tell you is that, um, I don't know if you feel this way, but like when people it's, it's back on a final note from your thing where you're like, um, the people who are like, Oh, it's okay to be a big or whatever. Hey, sure. You know what, you know, it's, it's fine to accept yourself, but like, this is how I personally feel is that like, one of my, I'm a lot of like me wanting to be like, you know, a normal weight and everything. It's very vain. I know that. Like, I'm not even going to front. It's the, the, van- the vanity of that goal is humongous. Yeah. Because my dream is that I want to go to a club. It's like, n- not a crazy club. Like, just where people are dancing. Yeah. I want to go there. I want to wear designer clothes. Because all of... Dude, I have a designer jacket in here that's 3XL. Do you think that thing fits me? It does not fit me. Because uh, yeah, it's designer. Yeah. Designer clothes yeah. are notoriously yeah. one size yeah. smaller yeah. than you buy it, right? Uh-huh. And I thought buying 3XL was going to be fine. I can't even wear that fucking jacket. Yeah. My point is, I want to wear designer clothes where just the best shit that, like, yeah. even, it doesn't even have to look good. I just, I want to like my clothes. Mm-hmm. And I want to go and I want to tear up the dance floor because I know I can. Yeah. But I don't want to be the big, oh, look at that big guy. He has a lot of confidence. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I just want people to look at me and be like, that guy has yeah. moves he's just a normal guy who has some moves yeah that's the way i want to be seen yeah you know i think i think one thing that i've learned a lot especially in where i am right now is mm. i know where i want to be that's and good i know it's gonna take time to get there and mm-hmm. i love myself for where yeah. i am right now that's great because i'm not there yet i'm mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not past the point of like this takes time and patience yeah i'm so impatient and harsh on myself that it's, it's hard to get past it i think and, and of course much easier much easier said than done mm-hmm. but i think yeah. when i stopped when i started dressing nicer and and dressing more for myself mm-hmm. and buying clothes that actually fit me um I stopped caring so much about how I looked because, like, you know, as long as I feel like I like how I look, once again, the world doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next comes my quality of life. One of my biggest, like, one of my, um, the thing that, like, really was my wake-up call mm-hmm. was someone very close to me got sick and they were in the hospital and uh, they needed help walking, just walking every day. Yeah. And so I would visit them and I would be with them and... I physically, my belly was so big that my back hurt. Oh like, my god! From physically, it hurt me to walk with them. Yeah, and I was like, "You're having an easier time, and you just got done with surgery." Like, yeah, and like that, that sucked. And you know, the tying my shoes, and I couldn't walk down the street without being in immense pain because I just was so unhealthy and unfit. Yeah, and so I was like, I want my quality of life to be better. 
Exactly. I don't care like how like, I let go of how big I am. Like I understand I've been big for a long time, and I thought I was big when I wasn't. But one thing that I want is I want to be able to walk down the street and not be in pain. Yeah. I want to be able to walk upstairs and not be uh, lose my mind. Oh, I want to be able to talk. And then that's like like back to like <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm like catching my breath. That that Dude. that's like an expression of self love because I think like a lot of people nowadays will twist that to be like, oh, you're not accepting the way you are right now. Mm. But you're basically saying like I. I want my life to be the best possible life. Yeah. 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 And I yeah. deserve that. Definitely. Yeah. And you know what? And I don't accept where I am right now. Like I accept it for right now, but if for I'm still is. here, yeah. it's like non-judgmental months, of yeah. yourself. Yeah. You're exactly. Just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I just, I want more. Mm-hmm. I want more for myself. I want better. I want the life that I dream I can have. And we're humans. We are all Humans and the way, and the reason why I say that is because Brad Pitt is a human, mm-hmm. Seth Rogen is a human, Jonah Hill is a human, and these people are all people that like I I look up to and I admire because mm-hmm. like of of what they do. Um, Danny McBride is a human, I love and him. he's yeah, and these yeah. are all people that like they've made it in the industry, and I am human. And so me, I can find my road there. I can find my way. People have lost so much more weight than than what I need to lose. And so I'm human. I can do that. People have lived lives, fulfilling lives, full of love, full of joy, full of just life. And they were human. And so if they're human, I'm human too. I can do it too. And that's kind of how I see it is like, sure, I'm not where I want to be yet. I'm not where I want to be right now. But... I'm human, and that means I can do it too. Yeah. Well, we are super excited to see where you're going, and we're rooting for you all the way, man. Yeah, dude. And I'll be excited a few years from now when when Doomsday Sister Wife takes off, and I'm back on the show. And and, and do us a favor and tell all of your LA friends about us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, dude. Thanks so much for yeah coming by, especially since you have something very important to go do right now. Thank you so yeah. much for <laughs> taking the time. I go travel at the speed of light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see how I get there. <laughs> do you have anything else, Jones? Uh, no. Uh, shout out to Belgium. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank, yeah, you thank you. Thank you. I love this guy, man. <laughs> love that guy. Always there for us, Belgium. Right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.